0: I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Democrats in the House will soon release a proposal for the next phase of relief for the coronavirus pandemic. Cameron County Judge Eddie Trevino said that he is glad about the proposal, but said, quote, "...the last thing we want anybody thinking is that we're past this virus." we're past this pandemic because we're not." Rio Grande Guardian news partner Ron Whitlock reports spoke with Cameron County Judge Eddie Trevino.
1: U.S. House Appropriations Chair Nita M. Lowy has announced that House Democrats will soon release a proposal for the next phase of federal relief for the coronavirus pandemic. The bill will include two separate yet equal funds for counties and for cities across the United States, and will provide vital relief to address both lost revenues and increased expenditures as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. Your thoughts, Judge, and not only Cameron County Judge, but also for the cities and former mayor of Brownsville, Texas, the largest city here in the river Grand Valley, on how counties and how cities need to be compensated from, one, the loss of revenues, and secondly, expenditures and expenses as a result of the coronavirus pandemic.
2: I'm glad to hear that that there's some progress being made on that avenue and in that endeavor. Uh, it was very concerning to me why there was any hesitation on the part of Congress, whether it was the House or the Senate, and and it appears it was from the Senate, uh, that they did not want to consider the impact that COVID-19 has had on local governments, cities and counties. The reality is that the local governments, cities, counties, and the states have expended uh, large amounts of money in numerous areas, uh, law enforcement, first responders, health, and and the provision of regular government services to keep uh, providing those services to our constituency. So uh, when there was a discussion a few weeks ago about, uh, well, we'll just let the states go bankrupt, that to me uh, indicated a lack of either concern or understanding of the reality of what local governments do. We don't want to stop providing uh, police and fire protection and emergency response protection during a pandemic or at any time, number one. You don't want to cut back on any of the other services, whether it's trash pickup, uh, governmental services, health related expenses that we've had as a result of the pandemic. So I'm glad to hear that, uh, that they're making progress and it's necessary. I think the economic detriment from allowing or not helping or assisting the local governments with funding and their loss of revenues and their inability uh, or their drop in revenues would be something even more catastrophic or as catastrophic as the economic impact that we've, had, we've seen so far. So um, if, if by funding the local governments, number one, they're gonna keep local governments operating and providing those necessary services that everybody probably takes for granted. Two, it'll inject additional money and revenue into the economic stream, keeping people at their jobs and providing potentially infrastructure projects that are necessary. So I hope that part of it is for lost revenues that the cities or counties have had, and two, for the costs associated with the pandemic. The third aspect of it, which again should be bipartisan and should be no question, would be the the injection of money into infrastructure projects nationwide. Uh, again, it will be the provision of jobs and much-needed infrastructure projects, whether it's roads, bridges, uh, drainage, uh, whatever the case might be, uh, ports of entry, uh, which are which are very, very important to us. So I hope that this happens, and I hope it happens soon, because all of those potential possibilities are win-win, uh, both at the national, state,
1: and local level. Question number two. Seven. Projections are saying now that the COVID-19 cases and the death numbers could double by summer because social distancing instructions and regulations are being relaxed. Are you concerned, Judge, that people are letting their guard down?
2: Absolutely, and that was my concern when the governor uh, announced that he was taking away a lot of the local authority that we have as a county or as a municipality. We saw it this past weekend with people traveling out to the island and the beaches. The week before, uh, while there was uh, you know crowds at the beaches, the report that we received was that everybody was uh, uh, abiding by the social distancing, and many of them, if not all, were utilizing some kind of spatial covering. This past weekend we heard the exact opposite. It was kinda like the frustration that had been built up was was released in one weekend and everybody forgot what we what we had been working towards. And the last thing that we want anybody thinking is that we're past this virus. We're past this pandemic because we're not. If people take that approach, and I've heard this also at the stores, you know, people shopping, not wearing masks, or employees not utilizing uh, masks and, and practicing social distancing. We're gonna see those numbers spike relatively soon. I hope I'm wrong. I do not wanna be right. But based upon what we saw that the impact that, we, that the rules that we implied had with regards to holding the, the, the virus at bay somewhat, it did affect those two nursing homes that we've talked about, unfortunately. But in spite of that, most people were abiding by what we had asked them to do. And, and I was hopeful that even though the, there were no longer mandates or requirements or associated with a civil penalty, that people would continue to do that. I think the great majority of people will continue to do that, but unfortunately those that let their guard down or start uh, acting in a way as, as they did before all this started, has the the detrimental uh, effect of seeing those numbers creep up again. You know, getting together with family and friends, not practicing that social distancing, thinking that that everything's okay, we're gonna see those numbers continue to spike. And we've been telling everybody for the last month and a half, many of our cases as we uh, see a slow increase are are family to family, person to friend to friend, you know, employee to employee. Those are the ones that are passing it on to each other. I saw a report where uh, one of the uh, meat plants, I forget if it was a pork or, or chicken, but that I think three or 400 employees had all tested positive, And all of them were asymptomatic. That's scary. That's scary because you know that those individuals were being asymptomatic, were potentially giving it to family members and or friends and obviously fellow employees.
1: I've been very fortunate because my wife, she does everything by the book and she taught me early on in this coronavirus but I should assume that you have it and that I have it. Exactly. That you have it judge and that I have it reporter. Yep. And secondly, I was fortunate you've gone the course to be in contact with Vicente Gonzalez after he came from Washington DC. One of the first guys that had to quarantine himself was Vicente Gonzalez. So myself and Steve Taylor, we quarantined for two weeks because that's what you're supposed to do. So I've been very fortunate. And one with a wife who's there me. And- Making sure that I, I do. Absolutely that right. Everybody else has it and that I had it. And I had the quarantine real early. If, if
2: everybody had that approach, number one, you would be doing the right thing for yourself and for others. And if everybody had that attitude, it would it would help. But uh, I just kind of sense a letting of the guard down and, and part of it is a hope that we've gotten past the worst of it, we've struggled with the, with the self-quarantine and self-isolation, sheltering in place. And now we want to get out. I completely understand, And but one thing I kept stressing was nobody wants to start over. And that potential exists. We'll see what happens in two weeks based upon the numbers, but I saw today, Dallas's numbers were the highest yesterday. So So, you know, if nothing else, we need to learn if, if the numbers do spike, we need to learn and, 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 and enforce what works.
1: It would be a shame for us to lose what we have gained.
2: It, absolutely, and that's been my concern since day one. If everybody assumed, I've got it and you got it, so let's act that way, we'd be ahead of the game. Now, it's going to require a lot of effort on our part. It's going to disrupt our, 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 our daily lives of choice.
0: Thank you, Ron Whitlock Reports, for that interview audio with Cameron County Judge Eddie Trevino. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.